G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We've been talking about visiting those lands of the Bible. And I must say, Camille, it's inspiring to think that these days, here in the 21st century, you can get on a plane and you can go to the Middle East and you can stand right there on the soils that our heroes of faith have stood on back in Bible times. We've been talking a little bit about the seven churches of Revelation. One of those that people like to focus on is this church of Laodicea. You've been to Laodicea. What does it look like? (laughs) Well, you get Laodicea in two parts. I'm, of course, intrigued by the letter to Laodicea spoken by Jesus himself. And he doesn't mince words. He he doesn't commend them for anything. He tells them off for being lukewarm, even threatens to spew them out of his mouth. And this, of course, could be very misunderstood in our context today, you know, that maybe he didn't love them. Perhaps he hated them because he spoke in this manner. Of course, none of that's true. He says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, be zealous and repent. And then he says, I stand at the door and knock which is interesting, Laodicea is the church. And what's Christ doing standing at the door of his own church knocking when he owns the church and purchased it with his own shed blood? Fascinating, fascinating letter. And I must say that visiting Laodicea is almost as fascinating. But it's in two parts. There's a place called Hierapolis, or Hierapolis, which is alluded to in, I think, Colossians. And it's a World Heritage-listed site. It's called the Cotton Castles. There's somehow the way the water has eroded the stone so it looks like marble, and there's literally natural-made pools. I can't even count how many there were. There could have been a dozen of them. You literally can swim them like normal swimming pools made by nature in this marble-looking frame going down the hill, and it's, it's stunning. It, uh, one of the best-kept secrets, I think, in tourism is Hierapolis. And then about eight kilometers away is Laodicea itself. Now, the waters at Hierapolis can be hot because it's uh, hot springs. And those waters were channeled, apparently, to Laodicea, eight kilometers down the road. Of course, by the time the hot water gets to Laodicea, it's not hot anymore. It's lukewarm. And, of course, when you hear this story and you read the passage out of Revelation, It is very, very moving. Now, these are seven cities we're talking about. This one, Laodicea, and the lukewarmness of the Christian. That's the way we often think of Laodicea. When you're standing there and when you're meeting people who are in this city, do people who are there on the spot have appreciation of the way the Bible talks about them? Absolutely. When people stand on the spot looking at the city, they are very, very impressed. Now, what I haven't mentioned yet, Neil, is the site of Laodicea itself. Apparently, a decade ago or or more, there was nothing to see at Laodicea. 
because it had not yet been excavated. Turkish archaeologists came in and began to dig through the site, and what you see today is very, very impressive. You see a city gate, you see a Roman road, you see a theater. Again, the theater needs a bit of help, but it's there. It's on the side of the mountain. And from the theater, you can actually look towards Hierapolis. And then, yeah, you have temples as well and all that. And this is only in a matter of a few years the archaeologists have uncovered it. One of the souvenir sellers actually said, if your people buy this souvenir or these souvenirs, we will use the money to restore the Byzantine church, which, of course, after the time of the Bible, as a heritage thing, which I thought was amazing that a Muslim souvenir seller wants to raise money to restore a Byzantine church. Welcome to Turkey. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.